back to the Iron Butterfly Podcast, co-sponsored by the National Security Institute and the Amazing Women of the IC, better known as AWIC. My name is Megan Jaffer, co-founder of Iron Butterfly Media. And hi, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Katie Hopkins. I am also co-founder of Iron Butterfly Media. And today we are joined by our amazing Iron Butterfly Media team, Amanda and Gracie. Hi. Hello. (laughs) My name is Amanda Young, and I am a production assistant with Iron Butterfly Media. We hope you missed us. And my name is Gracie Richburg. I'm the newest little addition to the team, and I'm currently the social media manager, and I write the Butterfly Bulletin. And we're so excited that you uh, all are back with us. It has been a minute. Uh, About a year ago, we ended our fourth season of Iron Butterfly Podcast, and we let you all know that we were taking a little bit of a hiatus because we had a special project we were going to be working on. And so for the past year, we've been working on that project, and we are now excited to share it with our Iron Butterfly podcast audience. So we are going to be directing and producing the first ever feature film documentary about women in the intelligence community. So as you all know, over the past few years, we've interviewed over 50 women and men on our podcast, and we have chosen 10 of those women And we will be telling their stories of who they are as people and the amazing lives that they've led and telling their stories how they want them to be told. Now, not how others would like them to be told. And we are just so excited to share this project with all of you and hopefully the world. So we thought what we would do is kind of give you the backstory of how this all happened and give you some inside information on where we are and um, what you can expect from us uh, from Iron Butterfly Media and Iron Butterfly Podcast. Um, so about a year and a half ago, Katie and I were sitting around and we did kind of an end of the year review of the podcast. We always do that after every season, but we did it at at the end of that year. And we were talking about, you know, what had gone well and what we could do better and the planning for the next season. And we were talking about how we would really love to kind of do something in addition to the podcast and level up. You know, we are reaching a wide audience with the podcast, but how could we reach even more? Um, Not just in our community, but well beyond our community. And we came up Um, I think it was December 6th, 2021, um, with this crazy idea of producing a documentary. And so um, we had no idea what that meant. We are not. (laughs) People might be asking, have you ever done that before? And the answer would be absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are not documentarians. Um, That was a word that I learned in this process. (laughs) I learned how to spell documentary. (laughs) That's right. And so. We were very, very lucky um, in the initial stages to have three really great mentors, um, Jacob, Erica, and Farhana, who were all in this industry in some way, shape, or form. And we went to them with this crazy idea, and we said, um, is this a crazy idea? Can we do this? Um, is, is this something that two people who know nothing about this industry or this process uh, can actually do. And we were so 
lucky that they all a said yes absolutely they then said this is an amazing idea and then the third thing they told us was how can we help so what came next so then we started just trying to figure out how we were going to do this so i think there's been a few different thing we, things we've learned throughout this process and i think we kind of got each of these from the different folks that that megan mentioned the first was we actually had to figure out how to make this a business. Um, as some of you may or may not know, uh, we did this podcast as a side project and there was never any money attached to the project. And we were really lucky that we had a sponsoring organization in NSI to really allow us and enable us to do this project and really run with the content. But we knew that that model wasn't going to work for us anymore. And so we had to create a business. Um, we also then had to start thinking about how we were going to tell this story. And we, in many ways, I think, kind of became storytellers through the podcast as we started to ask questions of all the amazing women and men that you all know and have come to know through the podcast. And we had to figure out really how to do that um, in a documentary style. And so we enlisted the help of Erica, who um, many of you might know. She's um, an amazing author. Uh, she has focused on some historical women in the intelligence community. And she mentored us through how to tell stories. And then we leaned on Jake, um, who uh, actually, Megan, you should tell the story of how we met Jake. For those who might not remember. So um, some of you will know Jacob Centeno. You'll know that name because he actually was featured on the docu uh, on the podcast. And um, when we wanted to do an episode about Spookstock, um, we went to our friend Amy McGranahan and uh, she said, you know, I'll do you one better. I know you want to interview me, but I would love to give you three recipients. Um, and so Jacob was one of those recipients. Um, Jacob is from a gold star family. Um, his father was um, a Navy SEAL. Um, and it just by chance also um, is has a production company. And so we... You know, we met him through the podcast. We told his story through the podcast, along with two other um, uh, recipients of uh, Spookstock. And we went back to him and we just said, hey, we're going to do this. And he said, let me help you. And he mentored us through uh, the next stages of the process. And then somehow we tricked him into working with us. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. And we are so grateful for that. Um, and then the next thing that we had to do was actually get agreement from 10 women who whose stories really resonated with us and resonated with all of you and who we really wanted to feature as just amazing and interesting and totally diverse and defying expectations and misconceptions and assumptions about what it means to be an in intelligence and what it means to be a woman leader in intelligence. And we were just overwhelmed and amazed that all 10 of the women who we asked said yes. So are we going to tell them who the 10 are? 
Yeah, I don't think we should keep them hanging. Okay, you want to start? Sure. Um, so number one is Carmen Medina. Number two is Sue Gordon. Number three is Ellen McCarthy. Number four is Chitra Savanadam. Number five is Tish Long. Number six is Karen Gibson. Number seven is Stephanie LaRue. Number eight is Chintia Hart. Number nine is Laura Thomas. And number 10 is Dawn Myricks. <laughs> now we could go into a deep dive into uh, who these fabulous women are. They've all been featured on the podcast. So I highly recommend you going and listening to their episode. And what we can tell you is, you know, the documentary just takes it to a another level you know the podcast only gives at most 40 45 minutes of their story and the documentary um is just a a deep dive into who these women are and we are just so thrilled that they've said yes and they're along uh with the journey of this whole project and i think part of what is so meaningful is that this is telling stories about these women and celebrating them for all that they are. And they inspire us in many ways, all to be bigger and also shows some of the relationships that they have with one another, which are equally special. But Gracie and Amanda, I'm curious why this project is meaningful to you or what this project means to you. I know um, you've both been a huge part of our team and said yes for maybe different reasons. Yeah. I think for me coming you know, formerly being a co-producer on Iron Butterfly podcast and, and going into this new project, it was really interesting because I had been there for some of their episodes. So I got to listen to them talk about their careers in a different way. And as we started to transition into filming the documentary and listening to them, you know, elaborate a little bit further, spending more time with them, listening to them talk about things that maybe they hadn't talked about before. Um, it, it leaves you, it leaves a huge impact. And I don't think I realized how I was going to feel walking out of those recording sessions and just feeling so inspired, feeling so emotionally raw and just kind of being in a state of awe that, that, that these women are, you know, working so hard and so diligently to protect our, our country. And yet they don't get the recognition that they deserve or they are, I don't know the right word that I want to use, but they aren't, um, they're demonized or villainized for what they do. So it's, it's been a, a true honor to be a part of this project. And I'm just continuously reminded about how, how much I care about this community and how much I, you know, wanted to be a part of it. And even if my own story looks different than what I maybe imagined for it, the fact that I get to contribute to the telling of their stories and and honoring those stories in such a way is super powerful. And so Gracie, I don't know if there's, if there's more you want to add from your perspective. (laughs) That's a little hard to talk. Um, But personally, a little bit of my backstory. So I'm the youngest of five girls. And of course, my mom, I've had a bunch of really strong, powerful women in my life. And so my whole life has had this theme of Really, I've had all these amazing women that I've looked up to, and that's really become a central part of how I define myself and just what I love most about 
um, especially this project. This So having that background and through my research when writing the Butterfly Bulletins and going back in history, sort of looking at our namesake, Eloise Page and her story, I just found it to be so incredibly inspiring and a whole different realm of powerful, badass women that I had never, I couldn't even define the intelligence community as of a couple months ago, but my perspective has completely changed. And I think that their stories really do deserve to be told. So I'm sure you're asking, so what, where are we now? Like what, what's the process? Where are we? And so um, we have been filming for the past six months. Um, We have maybe another month and a half left to go. Um, And then we will have pretty much all the footage we need to, to complete the film. Um, Then what happens at that stage is it, the, it goes into post-production. So what does that mean? We work with our partner for Bear Stories um, and we put the movie together and um, that is everything from, you know, from the music to um, what are the other pieces? I mean, there are so many. Editing. Editing, editing, uh, the score, the music, um, the visual effects. Visual effects, yeah. Um, There's all kinds of things that go into putting together and piecing together what you see as a final product on the screen. And so what is our goal here? Right. So we, (laughs) we joke um, when we first thought about this, we said, we're going to manifest. And what, what are we manifesting? So we wanted to manifest two things. One was we wanted to submit this film to Sundance, um, which a lot of, you know, is a film festival. Um, And uh, I even just to really take manifesting (laughs) to the next level is I bought my dress that if we ever do get to Sundance, I will wear. And she bought it like a year and a half ago. I did. And, and I just shout out to Suzanne Heckenberg of the Intelligence and National Security Alliance because she sent me the picture of the dress and said, <laughs> you should wear this if you guys ever go to Sundance. We take manifesting very seriously. We here. do. And then what is next after that is we would love, you know, this to be on a streaming platform, whether that's, you know, ones that we all know, like Hulu, Netflix, Peacock, or it's on something like Discovery Channel or Net, uh, you know, National Geo. Yeah, Yeah. Geo. Um, Those, those are our goals. Um, And of course, I think, you know, in addition to that, this is going to be such a powerful movie for many reasons. Um, that's going to show women, it's going to show diversity, it's going to show leadership, it's going to show government service. And, you know, this will be important for, for universities to show. It's going to be important for museums, um, all of those things. And I think when we originally started this project, we had thought about this as a movie about the intelligence community, primarily to educate people on what the intelligence intelligence community is and what the intelligence community is not like you know we all have the images that hollywood or the media have put in our minds about what intelligence means right it's these rogue men running around 
causing trouble in foreign lands, right? And of everything that you could say about James Bond, you don't necessarily trust the guy, right? And so this is kind of where this project started. We were we were thinking about how we could reverse or correct some of those misconceptions about what the intelligence community is and and how and how the way that Americans feel about the intelligence community. But the process that we have gone through in creating this film has taught us that this is such a bigger story than just that. This is really about the impact of women and the amazing, amazing effects that these leaders can have and that we all can have in our own lives through our interactions with others and in our organizations and in the world. So what do we need? I mean, honestly, like where you, we know where we're going. What do we need? So, um, we would like to self fund this. Um, we are independent documentary filmmakers. <laughs> um, you know, we could, this, this movie could be sold right now without it even being done to one of the streaming platforms that we've already just shared. Why are we not doing that? Because we want this to be told the way it should be told. And we want the ownership really of this, right? The, we want it to be, um, we don't want it to be Hollywoodized. I don't know if that's a word, but, um, and so we want to be able to finish this having paid it, paid for it, um, by fundraising ourselves and then bring it to these networks and say, this is what we have, because then we have a little bit more leverage and um, less likely that they will change um, much. Right. But at this point, if we, if we sold the idea or sold the footage, it, they could change a lot of it. So that's where we are. We just launched our um, fundraising campaign on Indiegogo. You can find that uh, under Iron Butterfly Foundation. You can also learn more about um, the project on the Indiegogo page. You can also find us on ironbutterflymedia.com. You can find us on Iron Butterfly Media on LinkedIn. Um, you can sign up for our Butterfly Bulletin that Gracie uh, does every other week. Yeah which is fantastic. You'll learn a whole lot about not just the history of the intelligence community, but the amazing people that are in it. And you might get a few other extra tidbits in there. Um, and what else? Instagram. Instagram. What is our Instagram <laughs> handle? Iron Butterfly Media. There you go. Easy to remember. Also, fun fact about Gracie. Gracie, do you want to tell everyone how you came to join Iron Butterfly Media? That is a great story. So, <laughs> you might be asking yourself what this 22-year-old girl who has absolutely no experience in this realm has to be doing here, but that is through the lovely, wonderful Ellen McCarthy, who just so happens to have an adorable golden retriever named Archie, who is very near and dear to my heart, as well as Angus, who I have been watching her dogs for the past couple of years. And long story short, I have ended up under the uh, national security intelligence community 
realm. So that's how I'm here. Thank you all. I'm done. <laughs> Gracie, at one of our first events that we had for Iron Butterfly Media was working our coat check, yes. which was incredible. And she was so supportive from the very beginning. And her energy was just totally radiant. And we were like, we need help. <laughs> and so she has just taken our social media and our Iron Butterfly Bulletin, which was her idea, by the way, um, like just totally to the next level. I would also like to add that not only can I check coats and watch dogs, but I can also tell some stories of badass women in the IC. You know, it's interesting. We just keep adding to the team and it, it's getting uh, better and better. And we look forward to adding more people to the team when we can. Um, and so stay tuned for that as well. Mm -hmm. um, so when are you going to hear from us again? This is, uh, you know, kind of an ad hoc episode because we wanted to update you. It's been a year. We are hoping to start our fifth season of Iron Butterfly podcast in the fall of 2023. So um, we're going to be prepping and getting you all ready during the summer. And then in the fall, um, we will definitely bring you a launch date when we have it. So look forward to hearing from us fall 2023 to get back into the Iron Butterfly podcast. And we'll in the meantime, keep you updated on the progress of the documentary and where we're at and when it's going to be finished. Um, and we just, we could not have done this without all of you. Every single one of you that have listened to our episodes of Iron Butterfly podcast, all of you that have sent your support, people who have sent us emails and texts and messages through LinkedIn um, telling us, and even letters, um, telling us how much the podcast has meant to you in different ways and, you know, encouraging us to keep going. We could not have done this and we couldn't have taken it to the next level, um, without you. So thank you. This project is really important to all of us. And we know that it's important to all of you. I think, you know, over the last few years, a lot of us have, memories of really, really difficult times to be in government service. And I know for myself, having served in the intelligence community during the pandemic, during a racial reckoning and during an insurrection, it was really, really difficult to help people understand why institutions should still be trusted. And ultimately, what we are doing is bridging a divide between Americans and the people who support and protect and defend them and you and I and the people who we love more than anyone in the world. And that is the story that we're telling. And so we just so appreciate your support. Um, we so appreciate the encouragement um, and the inspiration that we've gotten from all of you uh, over the past few years. <laughs>